Welcome back to the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show. Jake Eisenberg with you, getting you set for a 635 first pitch between the Omaha Storm Chasers and the Indianapolis Indians. It's game four of this seven-game series, sort of, also kind of game three. Chasers won the first two scheduled games, split a doubleheader yesterday. We're now joined in the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show by Storm Chasers president Marty Cordero. This is game 132 of this 2022 season. It's the longest schedule in franchise history, which means more home games than ever in franchise history. There's still a week and a half of home games left what's this year been like for you Uh, it's been more normal than 21 Uh, we're not quite back to pre-covid standards but uh, it's been great it's been great for fans to be able to come out and you know what a group of uh, young men they've been able to watch and you know when you when you turn on the television and you see uh, storm chaser south uh, down in kansas city going on it's uh, from a baseball perspective it's been quite a remarkable year and uh, what brewer hicklin continues to do um um, and what Vinny did earlier in the year, and you know, uh, your guest last night uh, in, in between games, the interview you had last night with Nunez, uh, what he did with his um, uh, streak of not allowing runs, it's been quite the year of baseball accomplishments, and it's hard to to separate out team record and individual accomplishments because it is a team game. But I think at the player development level. Uh, being minor league baseball, you need to. And I hope fans realize what they've been able to witness in back-to-back years after watching the home runs fly and fly and fly last year and players of the year in different positions. So who knows what's going to be on tap the rest of this year, but uh, I can guarantee you you're going to see more uh, great players next year here at Warner Park again. Sticking with the baseball side of things, last year was a team, like you said, tied the franchise single-season home run record. We've seen those players, Bobby Witt Jr., MJ Melendez, Nick Prado, make their way to the big leagues. We've seen a good chunk of the 2022 Storm Chasers make their way to the big leagues. And it's been more big league debuts from the Storm Chasers to the Royals than really ever before in the Storm Chasers era. Does this period remind you of something that you've seen before in your tenure with the Omaha Royals and now Storm Chasers? Well, I was telling people that... um... 2020, I thought, was going to be like 2010 when we started to see those players, and then 21 was going to be like 11 and so on and so forth. Uh, it didn't exactly play out that way because COVID had other, had other plans, but uh, yeah, it's similar. Uh, I, I think it's different. I think the players now, uh, from a position perspective, at least from my vantage point, the players that, that have come through have more power from an offensive production perspective. Um, I wouldn't say there's not as much speed, uh, but I mean, you had Dyson and Lorenzo Cain. I mean, you had, you had some, some fast guys, but you, Bobby Witt Jr. And some of these other guys can run as well. But I think, you know, a little bit more speed, um, defensively, it's a little early to see how these players are going to play out, but I think more power. And then I think overall there's more pitching depth. Now the pitching depth obviously has to play in the big leagues. It can't just play in the minors. Uh, but it, it, it makes me excited for 2023 and 2024 for sure. Chatting here with Storm Chasers president Marty Cordero on the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show. First pitch at 635 tonight between Omaha and Indianapolis. You mentioned at the beginning that this year is closer to normal, closer to 2019 than certainly last year was. From the front office perspective, from the fans' perspective, what's been the most rewarding part of a closer return to normalcy? Uh, July 4th, that was the biggest night in the building, regardless of event or sport, since 2019. Our three-game series against the Chicago Cubs, supposed to be four games, excuse me, Iowa Cubs, uh, back at the end of July, but we had that Monday, uh, Oma Dome out. Um, You know, that was the three-game series that I believe was the biggest three-game series since 2016. 
And then our homestand, the six games uh, that was over the 4th of July this year, was the largest six-game homestand over the two years because we haven't been doing the six-gamers very long. So to me, those are signs of return to normalcy. And then group sales, our group sales team, uh, Drew and Tyler and Jordan and Zach, and you know, I don't want to leave anybody's name out, Skyler with support, Jeremy with support, uh, and then the rest of our sales team uh, really did a remarkable job this year selling groups, and they continue to have success selling groups. So we see that as a return to normalcy. Was there ever a concern from you or anyone else really in the front office that after a year off in 2020 and a not normal year in 2021 that the numbers might not be the same or as they were pre-COVID? Oh, of course. I'd be be lying if I didn't say that because, you know, we really didn't know what we were getting into with MLB, number one, and, you know, all their new rules and things we have to follow. And then number two, if you weren't a fan that came out in 2019 and we're asking you to come out in 21, at a minimum, it had been three years since you've been to Warner Park. So there's almost this re-education and continues to be a re-education and retraining of the fan People have gotten really comfortable with their nice televisions and entertainment systems at home and being able to entertain themselves at home and do more outdoors things, which I think is great. But Warner Park's outdoors as well, and, you know, we hope people continue to to be reminded of that. And, you know, we hope you come between now and September 24th if you haven't been this year. One of the other re-education aspects that's happened over the last couple of years is the new league and league names that continue to change. It was AAA East last year. It's the International League this year. New teams have gotten added, now a 20-team league. That also means there have been new opponents that have come to Warner Park. This Grand Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, the Yankees affiliate, the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, the Philadelphia Phillies affiliate. When you look at some of these new opponents and new players that fans have a chance to watch, even looking forward to 2023, what are you most excited about? Well, the return of Memphis. You know, I, 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 I can't pester uh, the schedule makers any more than I have for the last two years. Memphis should be here. You know, not only is it regional compared to us going to Syracuse or going to Rochester or some of the other places that we have visited or will visit, it's Memphis. It's not that far away. And number two, it's Cardinals, Cardinals Royals. And it's long been, you know, our second best drawing club at the gate after the Iowa Cubs as it relates to baseball. So it'll be great to see them back next year. And if we're going to see a new face each year, why not bring the Braves AAA club here? And it'll be nice to see Gwinnett in, uh, in 2023 as well. Finishing up here with Marty Cordero on the Sarby County Tourism pregame show. First pitch at 635 tonight between the Storm Chasers and the Indians. Tons of promotions this year, tons of specialty jerseys. The corn jerseys, I think, were a fan favorite and a player favorite. Is there one that sticks out for you, whether it's a giveaway or a promo night or one of those special jerseys? Oh, my. If I don't say the Darth Maul jerseys, then, you know, I wouldn't be who I am. So Kind of saw that one coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, but one reason why I say that is we sat on those jerseys for 30 months or however long. We've had those a long time, since the end of 19, beginning of 20. We sat on those jerseys a long time. Uh, and our, you know, our team, Scott Pop, I believe, actually designed those way, way before he left uh, a year or so ago. And uh, it was great to do those, and that was a – I don't know if it was our largest, but it was one of our top three ever grossing uh, jersey sales and that benefited Make-A-Wish. And that's the other reason why it's so important uh, to me and why it's my favorite is we really raised a lot of money that night to, to help kids, you know, with their final wishes. So, and that's what it's all about. You know, it's about community. And uh, to me, that's why I want to see us return to a normal, because when we are normal, 
we can do more things for the community and help benefit the community in, in ways that we haven't before. Marty, thanks so much for the time. Congrats on a great 2022. Still lots of games left, still lots of chances for people to come out and come visit Warner Park, but always good to visit. Thanks. Jake, it's been good. It's good to see you. You know, it's good to see you with all your travels, time zones, and teams. And, you know, I'd be curious to know at the end of the year if you tally up all the miles you've traveled. And uh, I, look, I look forward to maybe interviewing you one day. I might need a fancy calculator for that. Marty, thank you. Sarpy County Tours and pregame show continues next with starting lineups and first pitch right here on 1180 The Zone.